This is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I'm joined by Michelle and Doug Myers from Pick Callers. How are you guys doing? Hey there. Doing great, Tim. Thanks for having you. us. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for being on. And today we're talking about how to better qualify customers over the phone. And we know that these guys have some amazing methods, including we're going to go deep into the Shin Fu method by what's the gentleman's name is the original creator of this? Steve Shinholzer. Steve um, Shinholzer. And in the yeah. Facebook group is what again? The Contractor, Contractor Sales Academy. Contractor Sales awesome. Academy. And talk to me a little bit about the problem that better qualifying customers over the phone solves. So what is, what is it that contractors, home services companies, what is it they go through that makes this really, really important? Well, understanding that, you know, not every lead is the same kind of lead and they're all important, but being able to establish a, uh, a good pathway into what's a cold lead, a warm lead, a hot lead um, is one part of it. And, and the Shinfu really helps the contractor understand how to qualify that lead and really have a great understanding of what the customer's needs are to be able to um, move them in the right direction that they need with the services that they offer. Yeah, that's good. What would you say, Michelle, we talked about a little bit about the stages of a business. So can you talk to me about those stages that they people go through and when they might need a lot of work on this? Need some help? Absolutely. Well, home service business owners are really good at doing the thing. Generally speaking, right, they've got into the business to turn the wrench, solve the problem, serve the customer in some way. And it's interesting because it starts out by them doing that thing in their business, in their service area, in their community. But very quickly, they start running into the first problem, which is they can't do it all, right? They need somebody to help them. And generally, it's either another person within the trades that they need to hire or an admin or somebody to help support the customer service portion of their company. And we find that that's kind of stage two. You need to add people into your business. It's not just you and your, and your tools and your trade, but it's actually you and a person or maybe two people that are going to help you to get to that next level. And then we find that it, you reach another point in pain once you get a lot of people that you actually get to stage three and you really need to manage the business of your company, right? The numbers, the financials, the pricing, the structure, all of this stuff. And, and we just know we've seen that at every stage in your business, there are companies out there like ours, like yours, that can help guys get more leads in the door contact, you know, you know, take care of customer service. And then there are coaching platforms and awesome groups out there that can help them with the business aspects. So at each of those pain points, we find that there's some place for us to help out in some way. The other word we like to use at, at each of those pain points is bottleneck. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get into a bottleneck. That first one is, well, I'm growing this business. I've got to do everything myself. I've got to do the thing. Um, and then as you get better at the thing, the customer service is that part that comes along behind it that they don't prepare for. My phones are ringing more because I do the thing better and more people are talking about me more. Um, and then it, then it becomes sort of reactionary and they create this bottleneck where everything depends on them. And what we want to do is be able to help people loosen that bottleneck and, and allow the flow of the river uh, being the business 
um, to flow much faster and, and stronger. Awesome. I love it. And that's so important. I see it all the time. How do, so let's get into the nitty gritty of how to better qualify customers over the phone. Share with me what the Shinfu method is. What are the, what's the process around this? Well, what it starts with is really empathetic listening and understanding the keywords and the hints that the customer is giving you, right? The customer is telling you all throughout that very first interaction, whether it's an email or a form on your website or a phone call, um, they're telling you the problem, right? They're coming to you with a problem to solve. And so listening empathetically is the very first part of how you get an understanding of what that problem really is to that person. And, and reflecting back on the words that they use, taking really good notes, making sure you're understanding the exact uh, pain point for that person or the point of pleasure. What is the goal that they're working towards? Yeah, people call for one of two reasons. It really boils down to that. Is it a pain for them or a pleasure for them? Um, a pain could be, hey, I've got a leaky water, hot water heater, I need you to come fix. Uh, the pleasure could be, I spend more time at home now and I'd like my outdoor patio to look a lot better. I'd like a water feature or, or something like that. So really being able to identify um, how that, that lead is coming in. Is it a pain or a pleasure to this consumer? Um, and then walking them down the path from there. The next step is identifying who are the decision makers in the process. Typically, what we hear and what we find is if it's a home-based sort of project, um, a lot of times the female, the wife, is the one placing the call. Um, it's a very intimate, uh, for lack of a better word, um, process. You're inviting someone to come into your home and take care of it. So um, they really care about it. And they want to make sure that you're respecting um, their property, their time, uh, and the project that they're asking you to do. So understanding who the decision makers are. Is it all on just her? Is it a husband and wife team, um, a partnership team uh, that are making this decision together? Getting both of them involved on that call as well to make sure everyone's on the same page. I love the picture part of Shinfu. Shinfu asks the customer, the homeowner, to send in images of the project, things that they like out there in the world, maybe on Pinterest, something that they're inspired by, or pictures of the existing product or process or project that's a mess, you know, the existing bathroom or kitchen or backyard. And so it gives the contractor a really good understanding of whether they're talking the same language, mm. whether they're in the same ballpark for pricing. It really kind of hones down a lot of that mismatch of a customer to a service provider. Um, especially in the contracting side, because as you know, you can build pretty much anything. Price is really the object that you have to get around. So mm -hmm. talking about money is the next thing. They, they Qualifying, what's the budget look like? Mm -hmm. uh, we've all heard the old um, adage about having champagne taste on a beer budget. Uh, <laughs> being able to understand that, do you have a $5,000 budget when it comes to this? Um, or do you have a $50,000 budget? Um, asking those questions and qualifying that up front helps the service provider really be able to identify, okay, what am I going to be able to give and what's the expectation um, that that homeowner has um, in related relation to this project.
finding out what the timeline looks like. Yeah. You know, okay. there's a lot of people that unless you ask, you don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But the timeline may be, I need this done right now. It's a, it's yep. a crucial burning thing that has to happen. Or, hey, I could wait six months. I'm just in the exploratory phase and just getting some information. So being clear and upfront and asking that can also help that provider, that service provider, manage his schedule a little bit better as well. Well, I guess I have a question that could talk about timeline and price here, but I just want to say like with price and timeline, how far off can a customer be and still be worth salvaging? Like if, if that kind of project normally takes $30,000 and they say they've got a budget of 20, when is it appropriate or same with timeline? If they say they want it done in three months and we're five months out right now, is that, is, are those deal breakers or where do you try to salvage it? And where do you um, try, you just let them, you know, down easy? Well, we note all of that in the CRM of the contractor's choice. So we really get mm -hmm. all of that data in front of the, the business owner before they make yeah. an initial phone call to the person. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then they yeah. get to walk into the conversation with all of the data that they mm. need. They get to make gotcha. the decision, okay, can I move this certain schedule around to accommodate this mm. new customer? Or can I move on my pricing a little bit to accommodate this new customer? And mm. that's really gonna be up to the business owner. But the best thing about what we do do to help them is walk them into that conversation with all the information that they need so that they're fully prepared to make a decision based on the data. And that's really the pre-qualification that helps us be a gatekeeper for their business. And having and walking into that conversation or that meeting or consultation, whatever you want to call it, with the homeowner, knowing that, okay, maybe their budget's at 20 and I'm thinking this project may be 30, it really eases that conversation into saying, okay, maybe we can look at a different type of product or material that we're gonna to use to lessen this price and get close. So it really opens up a, a pathway to negotiation as well. So everything doesn't have to be a hard no, um, mm -hmm. no, we can't do it because you can't afford it kind of um, question. Maybe it's just yeah. an opportunity to talk about it. And that's mm -hmm. what we wanna be able to give them the data to be able to base that conversation on. That's awesome. All right, I'm gonna zoom out for a second and talk more generally about you guys. I wanted to get to the, the meat and potatoes of that method first. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more of just about your guys' story and what got you into this. This seems like a hard job from my point of view, like customer <laughs> service is not my strong suit. I love customers, but like, it's a lot. So first, just love to hear about how you guys got into this. Uh, and and we're, we're wow. starting this business. Um, he tells his good story, so I'll we, let him go. <laughs> we sort of backed into it in a way, okay? So yeah. um, it all started a dozen years or so ago. Um, Michelle started the original business. Um, she had nothing to do with this world, knew nothing about the virtual world, um, office administration, anything like that. Uh, she was a corporate interior designer by education, by trade. Um, she designed big high-rise office buildings. And when the crash in the economy happened back in 08, 09, mm -hmm. um, she walked into work one day and they said, thank you for your service, but you're no longer needed. So she lost a big corporate office and a big corporate staff and a big corporate salary and all the stuff that goes along with the corporate world. 
And she walked home that night or went home that night, sat down at her table, looked at uh, her two young kids. Um, and uh, this was pre uh, me in her life as well. Um, and said, you know, um, I want to create something. I don't know what, but I don't want to put my kids in daycare. And I don't want to, the trappings of the corporate world sort of encompassed her life at that time, you know, 70 hours worth of work and, um, you know, board meetings and traffic and all that stuff. So uh, she had moved out to Colorado. Her sister lived out there, ran a small business and said, come on out, get on your feet out here, um, figure out what you want to do. Um, if you remember at that time, um, it was hard to find work. There wasn't anybody really hiring um, because the economy was in, in such a bad state. And she answered an ad on Craigslist for a little tree service company that needed help answering their phones. Hmm. So she got involved with them. This was pre-cloud software as well. So old laptop, disk in the side, um, <laughs> you know, really the, the antique way of doing things. Um, and she, but she helped them start to grow their business in the right direction. Um, she got the opportunity to come back um, to Virginia where she was living. And um, these folks were the ones uh, that sort of planted the seed. They said, you can't leave us. You can't break up with us. We love you. Um, and if you have to go take this phone and take this laptop with you and go run our business from Virginia. Um, so they planted the seed. Um, so she did that for, for a years. quite a few years. Um, <laughs> Software companies started hearing about this and they're like, wait a second, how do you do this? And um, have the opportunity to share with them. And they said, well, we have hundreds of clients that need exactly what you do. Mm. Um, and that really started the ball rolling. Uh, she and I then met um, after some life-changing events and um, in 2013. Mm -hmm. um, and I looked at her and I said, what do you do for a living? <laughs> and I, I had a corporate job. I knew nothing about this world either. Um, and uh, I looked at her and I said, well, I can really relate to this. I, I know exactly what you're doing. Um, and she took a big chance on me, um, took a big chance on us uh, growing this company. And, and we've been uh, like a rocket ship ever since. So um, it's been really fun. A lot of people look at us like you're married, you live together, you work together constantly. How do you survive? Um, uh, what we what helped us is really establishing our own lanes right from the very beginning, mm -hmm. and and knowing what we're good at. Yep. What That's do awesome. you say? That's all good stuff. I just created a business <laughs> and a job that I needed for myself. I yeah. mean, it's fully yeah. transparent. I was pretty self centered about this yeah. is what I need. I need to create this, yeah. and then when it started to work, I I wanted to share it with others. So our why is really to provide an at home work opportunity for people that want to do customer care, and okay. we find that there's a lot of awesome people out there that we that we can find and employ. Yeah. So yeah, I love <laughs> that. Great. And you guys basically like vet that talent and get that like prepped, and they they carry out some of these methodologies and the stuff that you guys have learned um how much just a random question before we get into the results how much time does it usually take to train up a new person to do the phones for you guys a new csr takes about two weeks of training two solid weeks of training we train them yeah. on a specific crm if they're going to be in a specific vertical like plumbing or electrical or yeah. general contracting 
We want to get them knowledgeable about some of okay. the language, yeah. some of the understanding. So cool. there's a deeper level of training for our staff yep. because we really do customize that experience for our customers. All right. So let's yeah. talk about this result. I want to paint the picture for okay. these contractors that are listening to this right now. Some of the things you've seen and what is the result that they want? Like what, what is the promised land look like for somebody that better qualifies customers over the phone? What are some of those results that we want to see? I'll go first. I, I always have to say this word first and it's freedom. Everyone's looking for freedom. And I know I talk to hundreds of contractors and a lot of the chasing that they feel like they have to do um, really puts them in a bind. Oh, I've got to go see another customer that could turn out to be a dead lead. Um, and having our help giving them that qualification up front energizes them. Um, and gives them the freedom that they're looking for because they know they're a lot closer to selling a job um, with that help from the upfront. Yeah. I think the, one of the other things we bring is just really good customer service and being that person, that guy or that gal in your team, in your service area or your community is really important. And you wanna be that person, especially in the trades right now. People really want referrals. They wanna know that another person mm. in the trades is a trustworthy individual, is a good you know, ah. business. And so- It's gonna be nice on the phone when they refer yeah. them. Yeah. But then they've also just gotta be connected to the community in some way, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we all are craving connection. I think if COVID taught us yeah. anything, it's like we're all wanting to connect to one another still in some way. And so to be able to be that person in your service area that can connect the dots for people and solve problems, that's huge. And we put together what we we kind of call it the hit list or the, you know, the, the list of awesome tradespeople in your service area that we can refer for you. We do that mm. every day. You wouldn't be, you'd be shocked at how many tree service customers call and say, okay, well, now that we got the tree taken care of, do you know anybody that can do lawn care? Or do you know anybody that mm. can paint? Or do you know anybody that can install a pond feature? And those That's kinds huge. of referrals for your business, massively helpful because it comes back around to you. I mean, when you send mm. work out, it comes right back around. And That's you have awesome. to look at it is that that tree service company has their own database full of customer or their, mm -hmm. their customer base. That lawn care company has their own. They may not cross pollinate at all, but the minute you start connecting with those fellow business owners in your area and refer work, they want to give it back to you. And now all of a sudden your book of business has gone crazy because you have access to a bunch of people that never knew um, that that you were a great business to work with. Um, yeah. And they've got that referral from somebody that they already trust. That's awesome. We also manage all the data on your behalf. So if you're not a technologically super savvy person and it's not your dream job to sit in front of a computer all day, we can really help navigate that through for you. Um, mm -hmm. Not only do we capture all the customer information, no matter if they're a great lead or not, 
we're building a database for you as we go. So yeah. out of the four to five phone calls or 10 phone calls you may get, if only two or four or five of them turn into a great lead, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to communicate to the ones that you didn't work with. Mm -hmm. And those people will be customers in the future. So oh, wow. building that database really brings an incredible amount of value to your business. Should you want to sell? Should you want to buy out one of your competitors in the future? Having that data and that information to be able to recapture and talk to those customers again, massively huge. And that's something that a lot of guys just don't ever capture in a really cohesive way. So we help that as well. I love that. Yeah. Besides the Shin Fu method, what are some other key methodologies that you guys have found helpful? Um, I think one of my favorite ones is leaning into technology and automations. This is another thing that maybe yeah. People are not super comfortable with, but our team really leads the way in understanding how to utilize your computer, utilize your system that you're working on to do outreach to your customers. Many of the CRMs out there have the ability to send text reminders that you're coming. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would not even believe how many nightmares we've avoided by just sending that text reminder. Okay, we're on the mm -hmm. way. And then they call and say, oh, there's something in the driveway or, oh, we're out of town or, oh, we forgot. Yeah. Or you can save the contractor so much time and heartache from not going to business that's not necessary if you're proactively communicating to the customer. So we love automations, especially text and email automations, things that go out and remind people about things super helpful. And the consumer nowadays is really expecting that from you. Yeah. They're really wanting that over communication so that they know what to expect. And looking at technology as a tool, uh, everybody, everybody can relate to the tools that they need for the business. And they don't look at the CRM um, or some of the other things. We use Slack, we use Trello, uh, tools like that, that can really push the business forward and be helpful to them. Uh, I know a lot of, I get a little, I'm not the most tech savvy guy. Um, and when I look at it, it's like, oh, that looks really overwhelming. But if I have somebody that can use the tool for me, then it just makes my life that much easier. And that's mm -hmm. what we, you know, that's the picture we like to paint is you mm -hmm. may, that tool may look scary. You may not know how to use it. We do. And we can take that off your hands. I love this idea of just like painting this clear picture for these contractors. And I, I, I'm just going to recap what you said for the purposes of, you know, keeping it clear in their head, the result, freedom, you know, uh, the database of customers, you know, increasing the value of your business. Like you said, if you wanted to sell just yeah. great referrals coming and going, right. You've got, you've got this, this reputation, your company has this reputation and it helps maintain your reputation for people coming in because there's somebody kindly answering the phone. And this is a tip, even if they don't use you guys to make sure you do that, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. Hey, let's, let's not, let's not treat, mistreat people on the phone just because they're not qualified. That's another thing, right? So and true. Then, so true. And then clear criteria for qualifying. And uh, like, I think having clear criteria is really good. So I'm sure that you guys work out those kinks with them a little bit. Like some people aren't worth like, let's get on a second call or, refer, you know, get them on the call or whatever. I think I just want to note something. So we've got this promised land, this beautiful, wonderful promised land. I want to paint the picture of what failure looks like really briefly too. Uh, I okay, have seen. Well, Sanford, oh, 
Uh, we've seen failure. We've yeah. seen it. Oh, yeah. what Can failure I? sounds like to me, yeah. I got one and then go, you go. go. Okay. What failure sounds I got, like I got to hear me it. is the contractor that calls us asking to, you know, start working with us. And we ask him, you know, what's the pain point? What's happening? And he says, I'm tired of driving home at four or five o'clock and walking in, passing my family on my way to some dark corner in my house so I can listen to the 27 voicemails that I missed all day long and find mm. out what fires I have to put out until oh. nine o'clock and not being able to eat dinner with my family because I'm just trying to keep on top of it. And mm -hmm. that is, seems like failure to me. And I want to help yeah. people that are in that position. And there's a lot of them yeah. out there. Yeah. And I, I want to paint just like a, another option too. It's like, you don't ever take on that business in the first place because you're so scared of your, your structure just doesn't hold it. So you sure. slow everything down and you stay small and you don't yeah. go for the, you don't hire that extra crew because you're so scared that it's all, it's going to break everything. Cause you know that this is, it's either have five people or two people or whatever, or or like be crushed, like you're saying with those phone calls and all of those projects. So just like staying small is a little, could be a failure for some of these guys that they wish they could get bigger, but they're scared. And our business coach tells us every meeting, growth only happens in discomfort. You've got to get outside your comfort zone to grow. If yeah. you decide to stay there, you're never going to grow. And you've got to get outside yeah. of that. Um, one, it's hard to hear sometimes. But it's true. It is. It's, it's yeah. absolutely hard to hear. Um, <laughs> and and somebody else told us one time, if it's they look at it two ways. If it's dangerous, you should probably not do it. But if it's mm. scary, you probably should do it. I like it. They're both awesome. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and let me just jump in. One of the other things that I hear all the time, and and. I like to challenge people a little bit yeah. uh, to, to think a different way or to approach something a different way. And, you know, the one thing that I hear all the time is the lie that customers want to talk to me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the man people, my customers want to talk to me. Um, I know what I'm doing and, and they, they don't want to let go and trust that someone else can be a voice for them and, and let them still be the man. But, but push that down the road for them. And, and they get in the way of thinking that they're the only person that can be that voice for their company. Um, I had a gentleman call me and uh, that very thing, he's like, whoa, 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 stop right there. My customers wanna talk to me. I'm not gonna put anybody else on my phones. And I'm like, so what you're telling me is that your time as a business owner is only worth X number of dollars an hour. Um, that's what a service like ours could cost. I said, I know myself as a business owner, time's worth hundreds or maybe thousands of dollars an hour, depending on what I'm doing. And he just paused. There was about a 10 second pause. I thought he hung up on me. And he's like, you know, I never thought about it like that. And uh, that same guy called me back uh, a couple years later. And he's like, you know what? I was I was in my office and, and Mary was handling things, but she was at lunch and, the, and I saw my phone ring and I thought, oh, it's an old customer, I'll pick it up. And he's like, hey, Mrs. Jones, how are you doing? And she goes, where's Mary? <laughs> goes, I finally realized yes. I don't need to be the guy. That's beautiful. Mary was taking care of her. 
That's a beautiful you know, story. That's what, that's what I want people to think. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. And that's so that's something that business owners we all have to struggle with all the time. That's that tension of like wanting to micromanage everything, holding <laughs> yourself back as you can, and then seeing stuff is another weird thing that happens where you like get a little sad that you you miss some of the detail oriented stuff or whatever. And, uh, but you know, it's better, you know, it's better because you kind of, it's not sustainable. You can't be in, in the muck of everything constantly and still have energy to do the vision structure, all those things that, that in managing your people, you know, those types of things. It's hard. So um, <laughs> I have a question. I have a last question for you. And I, you know, if you guys want to answer, do you, how many people do you guys have answering the phones? Right now we have a staff of about 24. Cool. And we're growing. So we yeah. are hiring fast and furious. In fact, Doug just hired somebody again this morning. So we have uh, lots yeah. of work out there. Um, awesome. Really working remotely has been proven over the last year that it is a viable, sustainable, attainable process for homeowners yeah. or for home service business owners. Yeah. And so we really have grown a lot in, in 2020 and 2021 looks like it's going to be our best year oh, yet. Yeah. So we got a lot of numbers awesome. on the board over there. Yeah. So I love to hear that. That yeah. it's super good to hear. And a lot of our home services businesses that we're working with are growing as well. So as, as you guys help make them successful, you guys will be successful and certainly just really appreciate you guys chatting with me today. Hey, awesome. So we much. loved it. Appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> Um, could you guys give a little bit of where they should go if they want to connect with you? Absolutely. Our website's probably the very best place to go. Um, we even have a process in our business. Um, so you'll see a lot of different places on the website to connect with us or to take the next step and just follow all those prompts. And so it's www.pinkcollars and it's P-I-N-K like the color and then C-A-L-L-E-R-S like calling on the phone. Awesome. And when you go to that website, there's a button on there that says, let's talk. It comes directly to me. So give me a little information about I'm qualifying uh, through our website. Give me a little information about the company so we can have yep. an informed discussion. And then I want to get right in front of you and I want to find out what, how we can help. What are your needs and, and how we can help make this machine run better. I love it. I have no doubt that people that make a, a, big decision for their business day today to contact you guys will potentially be making their 2021 a lot better <laughs> they will i think so because i believe you guys are helping change people's lives for the better so that's awesome and uh appreciate you guys being on the podcast thanks, so thanks much. for having us good to see you <laughs> and uh the, the podcast is put on by hook agency hookagency.com uh, and join us next week for the next episode Bye.